Blog Talk Radio. Hello, welcome to Zambia Blog Talk Radio. I am your host today, Matnoda Muava Lucas, sitting in for Nathan. Nathan has the day off. Welcome, uh, callers and listeners. Today is August the 15th in the great year of 2020. Um, today we have a very interesting topic uh, to discuss, but before I, we, we dive into it, I just want to let our listeners know, those who are listening in now and who will listen in on later, next week on uh, Perspectives on Nathan's program, we will be talking to a very famous guest, and that will be no other than, drumroll, Mr. Fred Membe. So call in next week at the same time to listen to uh, Mr. Fred Membe in the discussion with Nathan. So today we have uh, Pastor Brian Chileshe. He is back again with us, and he will soon be a member of the Zambia Block Talk Radio team. So, hand clap, applause. <laughs> I wish I had that button so you could, um, we can have uh, an audience clapping back. So Brian is here with us again today, and today we are discussing uh, the providence of God and why do bad things happen to good people. Pastor Brian, Mulishani. Good morning, Sister Matilda. Good morning. Good to be back on your program. Good to be back. Uh, For those listening, Pastor Brian is also my cousin. So sometimes I might get informal. Uh, I might call him (laughs) Bachelishene, Badi, Brian, Nankudi. It's the same person. I, I, I think yes. um, I, I think on his behalf, I might say it's okay for you guys to say Pastor B. <laughs> or whatever is, is comfortable with you. Brian works just Now, um, that's great. I know we, are, we're, we, we agreed to have tea while, and, uh, while we're discussing so that we feel comfortable with it. Yes. So please um, 
You can put your cup down and get ready to answer this question. Before we I talk about why bad things happen to good people, what is providence? Londololele, what's the definition of providence? It's not a word we use every day. Well, providence, providence I'll just describe it as uh, when we when we. When we speak in, 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 in biblical terms or in God terms, it's uh, the provision that God has made for his, for his creatures. Mm-hmm. Uh, providence, even, even, even uh, all creatures have, have, have providence. Every, even animals, they, they make provision. Oh, they they okay. prepare. Even birds prepare nests before they lay eggs. So before, uh, Jesus said, uh, before you build a tower, uh, make sure you count the cost, right? So I'm sure even before God created the earth, he counted the cost, and he prepared that he would be able to, to, to sustain it. He would be able to make provision for us. So I would say providence is the care of God over his creatures. Wow. It also, means, it, also means, it also means foresight. Or we can say foresight. Okay. For meaning uh, okay. thinking ahead. I'm sure God thinks way ahead than we do. His his uh, ways and uh, are higher than ours, right? And his thoughts are way above ours. So that's uh, yes. that's a very good start. So now uh, the the topic that a lot of people have called into here is uh, why do good things happen? Did I say good things? Why do bad why do things bad happen things to good happen to good people? I can say now that's a century old question. It yeah, surely okay. is. I was going to ask, you know, there are some people who would say they are good, but not necessarily Christians. Does this question include everybody, or are we just going to look at Christians? <laughs> you know, first, first of all, uh, we, uh, we often ask that question, why do bad things happen to, to good people? But that's not really the, the question we should be asking. The question we should be asking is, why do, the real question must be, why do good things happen to bad people? That should be the real question. Um, why why are bad people entitled to to good things? So first of all, the let, let me put it this way: I can answer your question through a series of questions. So the mm-hmm. question is, why do okay. bad things happen to good people? So who qualifies to be good? Uh, what 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 are we using? What what rule? Um, what rule do we use to qualify a person as good? And in whose eyes are we seeing a person as, as good? God told Samuel when he went to anoint David, he said, uh, you look on the outside. I look on the inside. I look at the, I look at the heart. So we've known in, in, in years people we consider to be good people who, after a while, disappointed us. Mm-hmm. These were people we went to conferences to hear them preach, in, in, in a context of Christianity, uh, these were mm-hmm. some people whose CDs we bought. We Googled them on the Internet so we can listen to their sermons and just to hear that right. they were in immorality or they were dipping their money, their, their hands in, 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 in church coffers. Mm-hmm. So who qualifies? Mm-hmm. Who qualifies to be good? And who, who's the qualifier? Who considers, who makes somebody uh, to be good? In whose eyes? My eyes or God's eyes? That's not a very good question. In, in, in Romans um, 10, it says there's none good. What do mm-hmm. you say? I said those are very good questions to ask before um, answering. But go ahead. You are, you are giving us a scripture. 
Romans 10. Yeah, I was saying, uh, uh, Roman, Romans chapter 10, I say, who's, who's, who's none good? No, not even one. Some translations say there's none righteous. Some say there's, there's none good. No, not even one. So to, 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 to qualify anyone as good uh, in, who's, in, in, in our eyes, I think, is a, is a mistake. So having said that, <laughs> we can also look at the, uh, we can also look at the, at the, at, the, at the, the story of Job. The Bible says Job was a good man, right? The Bible says Job was a righteous man, but even uh-huh. him, he he went through. He, I mean, he's the best example of uh, bad things happening to to good people, if you put it in that context. Because even God God himself calls Job uh, a righteous man, a man who who who, who forsakes or who. Who stays away from sin? And one day, uh, mm-hmm. he woke up one day. Everything was okay, uh, like normal. The Bible right. says he prayed. He prayed all the time, but he started receiving uh, a series of bad news. So he comes. All oh, your children have died. You're, you've lost your your stock market has gone. Uh, you, you've lost everything. You've lost everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, what Job did not know is that the devil was had, uh, already had a meeting with. Uh, was having a meeting with God. In fact, it is God who brought up Job's name. Have you considered my servant uh, Job? Job, did, mm-hmm. Job was doing everything right as far as as far as he concerned. Then the other thing also. So is let me stop you right there. Uh-huh. Let me stop you right there. When when that that's a very interesting thing that I know when people are suffering they will um, uh, they usually tend to Job like okay Job went through all these calamities and so on and sometimes people who may not be familiar with the word, may decide to read it, and then there's that part, okay, uh, uh, Satan is there uh, along with other heavenly bodies or spiritual bodies, and then God says, have you considered my servant job? Right there, right there, Apopene. Sonny, does it mean <laughs> when we're going through these things, um, it's like a pre-meeting, Fidati. Have you seen my my son or my daughter? Have you considered them? Do you think it happens like that all the time? Or is it a special case? Would a person say, "Yeah, we're talking okay," you know? So, in other words, where God says, "Have you considered my servant Job?" We are putting your name there, right? Right. Have you yes. considered my Have you considered my servant Matilda? Have you considered mm. my servant? Uh, or we can also ask, say, that do things that happen to us are surprise to God? Mm-hmm. Right? Is it that uh, mm-hmm. things, do, do any, that any calamities that before uh, humans, are they a surprise to God? Mm-hmm. I don't think they're a surprise to God. I, I believe okay. He permits them to happen for various reasons. Now, we, as, as, as human beings, we, 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 have, we, we tend to see ourselves um, in the situation that we are. For a long time, or we, if we if we looked at a poor man, we often subconsciously think that person will always be poor. Or we, reach, we see a rich man subconsciously think that the rich man will always be. We've heard stories of poor becoming rich and the rich becoming poor. Uh, I think I, I think nothing comes comes to us without passing through God's fingers, without okay. without God Himself permitting. Um, or we can also look at Joseph. If we were in Joseph's shoes, we'd probably think, uh, God is not with me. 
why are, if, if God mm-hmm. was with me, why all these things happen? This is what Gideon asked. If God is with me, why are all these things happen? But Joseph had a dream that he was going to be a ruler at one day. At one time he was going to be okay. a ruler. But God had to take Joseph through uh, schooling, through university. You see, God's school is not sitting behind the desk and uh, just learning theology. God's school is actually practicality. Mm-hmm. So Joseph had to go through a series of what we would call unfortunate events in life. He was sold by his brothers. He was a slave. He was lied by Mrs. Potiphar. Uh, Potiphar. He was in prison. Even <laughs> when he said he was coming out, he didn't come out. But all that, God was mm-hmm. working on his heart. All that time, God was working on his heart. So we, God permits these things. We call them trials. Uh, right. If you remember in school, if you remember in school, uh, you go to class, they say math class, and uh, you think it's just a normal class day. You're just going to learn math. And uh, as, a, as, a, as the class begins, the teacher says, please put away your books. We're going to have a test. So we call that oh, the, the, the hope test. So I think God also would really like to test us. Also, he test us, he's testing our, our faith too. Are we going to stand in the time of trouble? Are we going to stand when things don't go our way? You see, that's where the faithful and the backsliders separate. That's a crossroad where the faithful and the backsliders uh, turn different directions. It's, it is during trials that, that God really tests us to see if we are really faithful to him, if we really do trust him. Okay. Now, uh, for those who are just tuning in online and you have a question, you can uh, call the number 319-527-6219 to ask your question. I know for T-Mobile users, it might tell you it's, it's going to charge you. Guys, even though it's charging you, it's a very, very minimal a fee, you won't even see the dent, you know, so <laughs> you can call in for, for two minutes and ask your question if you have that. Uh, you're listening to Zambia Block Talk Radio, and we're talking to Pastor Brian Chilesia. So, and, and listeners, those who've called in and you have a question, you, you'll be given a chance to say something. Press one uh, if you have a question, and we'll get to you. Now, Brian, there's a lot of information you've given us, and um some of it is, is like, wow, that makes sense. Some of it, it's like, wow, that, that is really hard. I'm thinking of that person who is very honest uh, in their, okay, on human standards. They go to work. They pay their tithes. They are barely making enough money to, um, to sustain themselves. They have a sickness in the family that costs a lot of questions. I mean, a lot of uh, money. Uh, some, you know, on the job, there's something going on that maybe they might be laid off and all these things. They go to church, they even go above and extra, they have above and beyond and they clean up in the church, they give when asked, they volunteer, they're just selfless. But then all these things are just happening, threatening to lose their job, threatening to lose a loved one to illness, and they say, God, why? Why is this happening? What do we say to that? See, that's the that's same person you're describing is just like Job. Well, again, we're, um, we will not understand all the workings of God. His ways are higher than our ways. His thoughts are higher than our thoughts. We will not always understand the workings of God. Uh, God has a way of purifying people's motives too. Um, then again, we also live in a, in a fallen world. We live in a fallen society. 
where Second Corinthians 4, 4 talks about the, the God of this world uh, describing the devil, who also has a, who also has a mission to afflict uh, God's people. And again, if we look it through the eyes of Job, whatever the, whatever the devil has brought upon our lives through God's hand. Now, you also also we, are, we should know that um, in the spirit realm there are what we call legalities. Maybe the devil does have a legal right to afflict that person. So we were talking. I was, I was talking about people looking good on the outside. So they might a person can be doing all those things on the outside, but if we walked into the arenas of their hearts, we might find that within their hearts is unforgiveness. Within their hearts is bitterness. It is, not always, it is not just what we do on the outside, because God also charges the motives of why we're doing what we're doing. Even ministry. Why, are, are, am I just doing it to meet the need? Maybe I've suffered so much rejection and just, I'm just trying to get some, uh, some acceptance. It, what I'm saying is sometimes the devil can have a legal right over a person's life because of things they have not, they have not really dealt with. They are can you define legal What does that mean? Legal right. Illegal right. So let's say um, the Bible says this. I believe this is in, in Matthew chapter 18. Jesus gave a parable of a, of, of, of a king who had forgiven a servant. And the servant goes out and finds a, uh, another servant who was owing him money and he started choking him. So the king tells him, say, I forgive you. You should have forgiven your, 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 your colleague. Then in, in concluding that, uh, that parable, Jesus said, uh, and that this will happen to, to, to us, to the believer. So he said, if you do not forgive to the, from your heart, if you do not forgive from your heart, you'll be handed over to the tormentors. So if you, do, if you do not forgive, you'll be handed over to the tormentors. For us in the, in the New Testament, tormentors or jailers are a demon spirits. So the, the devil can have mm-hmm. a, a legal right to a person who's, who's, who's not forgiving. Failing to forgive is sin. Or in other words, you just said, uh, Satan can have a way into a person's life, a Christian's life, if he's sinning, pretty much, if, he, if, he's, if he's sinning. That's why repentance is, is, is important. Okay. That's why some, some things have to be dealt with. You just can't ignore them just because they happened many years ago. Even as we work in the ministry of deliverance, we find that uh, a person has, a pro, has an issue that happened 50, 40, 30 years ago, whatever the, the time is, and they really have not dealt with it. Through the years, that, that, that thing has just, has just laid low. It's a consciously, okay. they don't think about it, but subconsciously, it has, morphed, it has morphed them to be the kind of people they are. In our eyes, we say, no, that's just the way they are. But it's something that has, uh, uh, it's something that has happened <laughs> that has made a person to be like that. Wow. So I think that's uh, one way wow. to describe a, a, a legal right. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Alan, me and Mimona, I see you have a question. I'll get to you. Hold on, be patient. If you have to write the question, I know there's something else you want to ask. Lembeni, but I'm coming back. I just want to ask uh, Pastor B a few more questions here before I get to you, Alan. So, be patient with me. I'm coming to you. Um, so, Brian, with all these things that you have said, Fingi, but I just want to understand one thing. So, okay. Uh, there's, we've looked at, okay, uh, who, we are good, but in whose eyes, our eyes or somebody else's eyes, uh, there are some things that happen because the um, devil, as we would say, it has got a legal right and so on. And you, you've also carefully explained um, uh, what providence means. So now, on the flip side, we said, why do good things happen? 
Why do bad things do happen, bad to good people? happen to good people? That's the question we've asked. Yes. But I'm flipping it. How about why do good things happen to bad people? Bad didacti, everybody can say, nah, that's a bad guy. <laughs> that person is not good, you know. <laughs> but then you have all these things. <laughs> good, good health, nice car, nice money. There's money. There's just, you've never even heard of this person say, you know, they're just like, everything is good. I mean, from the outside looking in. So why? Do good things happen to bad people? <laughs> grace, grace, the grace of God, the grace of God. The Bible says it rains on the righteous and the unrighteous. In humans' eyes, we, we often see life as unfair. We often see mm-hmm. life as unfair. Uh, you were describing a person who's faithful, uh, who's, who's, who's always in church, who's always praying, reading their Bible, but yet they seem to face a lot of calamity. And here's a person who doesn't even um, profess Christ, doesn't even go to church, does, not, seems to be prospering, right? Seems to be, to be prospering. But we should also understand that the works we do, the works we do are supposed to be eternal. The works we do are supposed to be eternal. They are not just, they are not just for... For the earth, as we as we as we live on the earth, as we see them uh, uh, day to day, day to day. So why do why do good things happen to bad people? <laughs> I believe it's just it's just it's just the grace of God. Bad people enjoy good oxygen. They can curse God while they're breathing <laughs> is oxygen, while they're drinking is water, while they're eating is food. The Bible says that the earth is the Lord and the fullness and the, and, the, and the fullness of it and everything that's in it. So um, in, 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 in in creation essence. Everybody belongs to God, but in salvation, right. essence, it's, it's just in, in, when it comes to salvation, not everybody belongs to God. Je, Je, Jesus told the, the Pharisees that you are of your father, the devil. So there are only two fathers: the, yep. the God, the Father, and the devil, the Father. But even those children of the devil still enjoy things that God has provided. Uh, so we, say, we, we we can also look at it in, in a way that uh, God uses even these same evil people to carry out his, his, his agenda. God uses demons mm-hmm. to carry out his agenda. You know, God will use angels, wow. use demons, he use the saints. Uh, God will use uh, uh, evil spirits to carry out his agenda. Let me also say that we are not really meant to understand everything that, 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 that God does. But one thing I know we are told is to trust. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, trust in the Lord with all your heart. And lean not to your own understanding. Leaning to our own understanding often is the things that we see. We, 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 the things we see with our eyes we might also might often mislead us. That's why we should not walk by, by sight. We should walk by faith. We are not taught to understand, but we are taught to trust. We are taught to have faith. That's why also prayer is important. Prayer is important not just when you have a problem. People who pray when they have a problem find it hard to pray. It is hard to pray when you have a problem. It is hard to pray. When, it, is hard, it is hard to pray when you have a problem. Mm-hmm. That's why you pray when everything is okay. During time, of, so it's, 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 it is easier to train when there is no war. It is that easier is to true. be prepared when there is no war. You know, Ephesians, okay. Ephesians says, uh, 
uh, when the day of evil comes. Not if, when the day of evil comes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you so should be able to stand. It, it talks about the context of putting on the arm of God. You should be able to stand. Mm-hmm. So when the day of evil comes, meaning the day of evil will come. It's coming. So, so we, we have to train for war in peacetime. Yes. You train in, 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 in peacetime. Okay. So um, I know it, it uh, after the half hour, it, a lot of uh, the time goes very quickly and people start, want to start asking questions when we have three minutes remaining. So I'll open up the, the lines now. That way we can have a quality discussion. Um, Pastor Alan, I know you've been waiting for a while. Thank you for your patience. You did have a question. Go ahead and ask your question. Welcome to Zambia Block Talk Radio. Well, thank you. Um, I had a, a question. I had a question, but then the man of God has already clarified that point. Uh, I just want to make sure that there was clarity. And also when you mentioned that we are not meant to understand everything but to trust, that is so, so true. But my other contribution would be that um, uh, one thing why we human beings are different from animals is that God has given us free will. And remember in the Bible, sometimes it says, I give you uh, life and death. Choose therefore. So death and bad consequences, uh, bad situations, a lot of it is as a result of the choices that we make. For instance, the food that we eat have a certain effect on our body. So when we choose to eat food that's going to give me diabetes, I can't then turn around and begin to say, well, God necessarily allowed this. Because if, if everything we did was just about what God, um, uh, God is taking to us or putting a program in our mind, like we are robots and not the ability to think for ourselves, God would not have given us a brain. He gave us a brain so that we can utilize it and think freely. That's a, a creation that human beings have. So sometimes we make choices. Like, for instance, I choose not to forgive somebody. I begin to reap the consequences of not uh, forgiving. I can choose to walk off the roof of my house. I have chosen to go pray to gravity. Whether I am a Christian or not a Christian, gravity is going to affect me. So there's a lot of things in life that we experience are a result of what we do or do not do. And, um, you know, and then, and then, but, but the key is that when you're a child of God, a lot of things, even when you mess up, you can call out to God. And God yes. will be there to, to, to rescue you. But Alan, remember, adjust your mic. Adjust your yeah. mic, but Alan, you're going in and out. Limoli Momaufik and other times you're sounding muffled. Oh. So just adjust Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Is that better? Much, much. Hello. Yes. Okay, great. So that, that's the key thing. I'll give you a last example of how God, uh, you know, God works. When uh, the disciples were in the boat with, uh, and then there was, Jesus came walking on the water. And, and uh, they were like scared. It's a ghost. God said, uh, and then Peter said, hey, master, if it's you, call me that I come to you. He said, well, come to me. So Peter begins to walk on water. So at that point, he's walking in faith, right? Now, we end there most of the time that he walked in faith and then he lost faith and began to think. But what happened? Mm -hmm. Peter called out to Jesus and Jesus reached out and grabbed him and they ended up on the other side. So it means Peter did Mm -hmm. walk again on water with Jesus 
taking him along with him. Now, so my point is, sometimes even when we do not have faith, as a Christian, if I still know who to call on, God will still reach yes. out and rescue me. Uh, and so that's why with things of God, you can't really box everything and every situation. There's a part that no. God is playing. There's a part that you individuals playing. There's a background that you're informed by. Some of it, maybe your, your parents fed you bad food, McDonald's, every single day. So it may not have been your fault that you are, you are unhealthy, but the people who took care of you. Um, with finances, maybe you, you, you know, every time you get a paycheck, your education on money is that you get a paycheck go to the mall. Yeah, go yeah. shopping. Other people save everything to the point of eating rice and beans. And then they, you know, and, and each one of them, depending on where you are, it could be good. I could save every last dime and die without never spending anything. Or I could give everything and then my children are suffering instead of taking care of them. So, but everything, God gives us choices. The Word of God directs us how we are to live, what we are to do, what's in our best interest. And the will, the free will that God put in us, we make choices. So that's why sometimes bad things will happen. Other things are tests. Other things are just consequences of our actions. You know, uh, I like you. Um, like you've been reading some of my notes here. Uh, <laughs> you read the same book like, in the Bible. the spirit. You've been, you've been looking at some of my notes here. Uh, I, yeah. I, I had here. I had here. Uh, I put here. You can either get better, or you can get bitter uh, when it comes yeah. to uh, the outcome of being of being tested. And I had uh, yeah. also put down some of those things where we say uh, choices. Choices. Yeah. Uh, we can line up trouble within uh, within our within our lives. And often people make bad choices. Yet they blame God. They are prayerless. Yeah, things don't go out. They blame God. <laughs> Okay, so we, we are looking at the providence of God, um, his, his care for, for us, our foresight as well, and the good, bad, and everything in between. Now, when, um, with what has been going on in these United States, uh, there has been some type of an awakening that is different from different awakenings we've had in the, in, in the history of the United States. So um, I think the 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 what the, the straw that broke the camel's back more recently was um, the George Floyd killing, right? Um, Black Lives Matter. A lot of people rose up and so on. Some people looked at the character of George Floyd. Z was he with all this noise, others are like, it's, it's bigger than that. Now, someone asked a question. Was that God's plan that this was going to happen like that? Uh, Brian, and I know now you have a co-pastor. <laughs> you are your assistant, Pastor Alan, who will help you on that. But, yeah, so Brian, Pastor Brian, was that God's well, plan? Well, like, what? Like like what Alan mentioned, right? Man has man has free will. So that mm-hmm. that police officer. Uh, now this is this is uh, I'm not I'm this uh, this is not the court of law, so I'm not finding him guilty or innocent. If that officer chose to kill mm-hmm. him, right? He he used he used he exercised this free will. 
Now, uh, some people would also ask, why then why didn't God stop it? But out of out of this mm-hmm. calamity, God can turn what what we often use in religious language. God can turn evil into good. So just because something evil has happened, that does not negate or that does not stop God's plan for for a bigger cause. You see, we can also say wow. what happened to Jesus Christ was that good or was that bad, right? But it was for a, for, 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 for a bigger cause. So would we say George Floyd was a sacrificial lamb for, for a bigger cause? Uh, I don't know. It could be. God can, God can move it. He can turn it um, for the betterment of the, of the nation. Already we can see that a few, there, 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 there's both positive and good changes. I mean positive and uh, negative changes. But, but uh, it, 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 it can work in a way that uh, it, it, it brings out uh, positive, positive change. It is also how people respond to, 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 to issues like this. Absolutely. Well said, well said. Ah, well, I, I, I was, uh, as you were answering, I was just beginning to think, I know there are churches in, in the Christian church history that have split up because of, of um, predestination. You know, was it God's plan? Was it not God's plan? And before you know it, another church has formed up. So I think what you have said uh, rightly answers it. But Alan, unless you want to add on something. And, uh, no, I think he has uh, answered that very, very well. That's just how it is. There's, um, we, so God is, we, people, we have to understand this. Jesus said, I am come. The devil comes to kill, steal, and destroy. So I tell people, in your life, if anything is killing, stealing, or destroying, that is not from God. Because Jesus said, I am come that you might have life and life more abundantly. So that he, he describes the job description, if you will. So that any, if somebody is killing, stealing, destroying, that's not of God. However, if you hand over your situation to God, whatever it is, even what the devil meant for evil, God will turn it around. Just like in the case of Joseph. Look, if those brothers had, not, had decided not to sell him, God would have still worked out a single, a, a different way. Somehow, some way, Joseph would have still ended up uh, being the one to save, uh, to save the, the children of Israel. But that is what those people decided to do then. And God said, okay, this is what you have handed me. I'll still turn it around, and we're still going to end up doing what? Uh, accomplishing what needs to be accomplished. You know, um, God tells us where we are going. He doesn't tell us the storm in between. You know, so that's why Jesus was asleep in the boat when, when there was a storm, because he said, let's go to the other side. He knew they were going to get there. In this world, you have trouble, you have all this, but be of good cheer because I have overcome the world. So we focus more on the process rather than the result. The end, if you keep your result in front of you, it helps you to stay faithful to God. It helps you to believe as caused you to do. Okay, great, great, great. Thank you so much for that uh, contribution by Alan. If anyone else has a question, please press 1. Uh, you can make a comment. You can ask a question. Brother Noah, let me say President Noah, I do see you there. Feel free um, to uh, jump in as well if you have a question or comment. Now, um, I'm, I'm, now think, I'm, I'm, the next question is on a broader scale, Right. Um, I do want to believe that with um, 
the way God has made us, we're meant to help one another, reach out, and, you know, in, in, also in that sense, is, um, it's ministry. But we have all these people in different countries, cities, villages, and so on, who are extremely poor. But, um, or maybe the nation itself is just poor. Yes. Okay. <laughs> they push up from the Mwingalanda at the devil's advocate. <laughs> I know the uh-huh. answer, but I want I want our our our, our listeners to uh, to you know to, to benefit from this. Why do we keep? Um, why are there so many pe- poor people? in all these these places. Is also all that part of God's plan? <laughs> wow. Okay. Jesus said the poor you always have with you. <laughs> ah, <laughs> simplified. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> well well it, it's a, well with Monday there are there are also other other players to that, other other key things to that. It can also go just like Balan had mentioned that we have free will, right? So it can also be a matter of mm-hmm. um, a matter of management. A matter of a matter of management. Some people are poor not because they don't have money, but just because they don't know how to how to use money. Some nations are some nations are not are, are not poor in the sense of being poor. They have a lot of natural resources, but the management of those natural resources are, uh, is, is 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 very bad. Um, and two. So what I have to say. I think that's what was I it? said yeah, because of lack of management. No, the, I'm just being facetious. You don't have to answer that. Go ahead. No. <laughs> yeah. So there's also there's also there's also that uh, lack of lack of management. Why are certain regions why are certain regions poor and certain regions are rich? We can also go into into the into the workings of principalities and 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 powers. Um, you'll find that in in a, in a place where there's a lot of witchcraft. You really won't see a lot of prosperity if we, mm. if we have to take it in, 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 that, in that direction. If you find a place where there's a lot of uh, idolatry, you won't find a lot of, uh, of prosperity. Um, even if we go back to the Old Testament, every time the Israelites uh, dealt into, into idolatry, one of, one of the things that God would do is to, is to put them in, is to get them into poverty. So for a, a good classic example is, is the example of Gideon. In the, in, in the book of Judges, mm-hmm. they had sinned, right? They had sinned. And the Bible tells us that every time they, they, it was about harvest time, the, the Ishmaelites would come and take their, their, their crops. So when, when the angel of the Lord showed up to Gideon, he was, in a white, he was in a wine place, threshing wheat in a wine place. He was hiding, thought his food that is, is, is not stolen. Why? Because of idolatry, poverty came. So in, regi- in regions where there's a lot of witchcraft, in regions where there's a lot of idolatry, you find that there is a lot of uh, is a lot of poverty. So that also goes back to to, to man's choices. We choose to, to worship the uh, devil. Say that. No, I'll let you finish your sentence. But I'll just I wanted to uh, remark on something interesting. But finish all your sentence and uh, I'll make the point. Oh, I, I, I was saying yeah. It, it also goes back to to to, to man's choices, man, man man's will. We can either worship uh, idols or we can worship Jesus Christ. We can worship. Uh-huh. We can. We can worship God. All right. 
So um, the reason I, I, I got excited as you were saying this, it's interesting, this week I've been having conversations with different people, uh, Zambians, when we, we've both kind of like um, in those conversations concluded that sometimes we Zambians can be, we pick and choose when we want to be Christians because sometimes we become highly superstitious. You know, so when you said uh, places where there's uh, witchcraft or idolatry, they, you don't see uh, riches. Um, it's interesting because in the conversations I was having with the different people, we were saying how if a Zambian has money or is known to have wealth, first mm-hmm. thing was said, you know, they did some type of witchcraft, some type of magic, juju, etc. you know. But a person outside Zambia, let's say, I don't know, who can I speak on Dangote? He is rich from his uh, cement company and all the businesses that he has done. With him, oh, yes, he can be rich. But a Zambian who, has, who is known to be in air quotes or in quotation marks rich will quickly accuse them of having witchcraft. Or when a person is doing well, will quickly say that there's witchcraft. But then again, we don't have, it seems like we don't have confidence that a person can be rich. So it was just interesting that you said that where there's um, witchcraft, there's no, um, at sun, there's no wealth. There's no proper, proper prosperity. Mm-hmm. There's no manifestation of, mm-hmm. of prosperity. Well, even like yeah. here, um, if, if you look at um, the Indian reservation here in the U.S., Right? There's a lot of idol worshipping over there in the Indian reservation. And I know people okay. might say, yeah, they've been suppressed and everything like that. Um, but there's a lot of, if you go in Arizona and, and just see them, there's, there's, there's a huge difference in the, way, in, the way, in the way those places are, in the way those places are. So if I look at it in, a, mm. in, a, in, a, in a spiritual eyes, I might, I might think, or I might assume, I might, mm-hmm. I might conclude, maybe because of that idol, idol, idol worshipping, that could have got could have got in uh, that 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 covered. Now you can you can be um, you, you're talking about uh, the person who's kind of I know maybe we are straying off the subject, but a person who's, who's who's kind of in witchcraft and he looks he looks rich, right? That's just that's mm-hmm. not true right. prosperity. That's not true prosperity. You know, it's it's amazing how a person can go to a witch doctor try and make you rich when a witch doctor himself is poor. <laughs> no, yeah, those, let, those let, let, let me ask a, a question. Pastor, good to have you back here. Good to Thank have you back. Hello, Roger in Canada. Yeah. Mm. Uh, why do bad things happen to good people? Uh, first question. Mm. Very, uh, maybe help me just with a short uh, answer. Uh, when we say good people, what are we talking about? Oh, Machichelo. <laughs> but go ahead. Oh. Uh, okay. <laughs> no, Good go people. ahead, uh, 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 Brian. Oh, yeah. I, I, the, I, from the beginning of, 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 of the program, I said, yeah, when we talk of good people, who are we, who are we really talking about and in who, whose eyes are we seeing them as, as, as good? What is, the, what, what, what is the rule? What is, what is the scale that we use to... to to define or to identify the person, uh, to identify a person as a as a good person, I like that question. Is it through God's eyes or is it through man's eyes? 
So I also said the Bible says there's none good. So if there's none good, which means we should all expect trouble. We should all expect that one day, according to Ephesians, the day of evil will come. And the day of evil comes in many ways. And also, I can also, also say, um, what can break me might not break somebody else. What am I, what am I, what I might consider as a, as a bad thing in my life can be a, a springboard for somebody else. Yeah. So, yeah, when you're asking good, so, yeah, who's good? In, in whose eyes is a person good? Roger. Yeah, no, I'm here, but I'm, 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 I'm not sure I, I, I've really understood um, uh, the, the explanation. Uh, I, I haven't uh, in Bemba swallowed it well. Let me put it this way: we we, yeah. we we look at we through human through 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 human eyes, we can look mm-hmm. at a person and say they are good people, and yes. so what, we might say they are good people. Why? Because maybe they give us money, they help us with other things. They are good mm. people. They are always in church. They are good people. They help. Mm. They carry the pastor's Bible. They are good people. Yeah. Because of what we see or what they do for us. Yeah. But then I was saying. Uh, if we walked in the chambers of their heart, we will find that there isn't much good in there. God told Samuel, you say, Samuel, I, you men or humans, you look on the outside, I look on the inside. I look, I look in, the, in, the, in, the, in the heart. So if we went in the chambers of those people's heart, in the arenas of their heart, are we going to find good? Because the, the good that we describe as men, we define as men, is not the same good that God would define. So when we say in their in their heart, um, in the in the when we say in their heart, again, yeah, this will take us <laughs> somewhere else. We, we in, the, in their heart, what, what are we really talking about uh, when we say what is in their heart? Um, you see, uh, okay, if we talk of. If we if we're going to discuss sin, right? There's sin that we we see that ex- is expressed outside. Then there's sin that is is not really expressed outside, but is within within a person's heart. Uh, mm. A person can harbor bitterness without without. Okay. We don't even know that a, pre- a person is bitter. Okay. A person I can like harbor that. unforgiveness. We we don't even know that a person harbors unforgiveness. A person can harbor jealousy without even knowing that a person mm. harbors jealousy. Sometimes the people who are jealous are the same people who laugh in your face. The people yeah. who are, who, who, whom you might think these, these people like me, but the, there's envy that's working in the, in the heart against you. So yeah. that's, 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 the, that's the heart I'm talking about. I'm talking about things that God sees yes, that we yes, as yes. human beings cannot see. I like that. Like you, you know, you are moving with bitterness, uh, jealous, although. Uh, are these not, uh, Pastor, some of our natural-born sinful nature, which, which we seem to, you know, when we are born, we are born with it? Or are these things we just um, uh, learn when we grow up? <laughs> we are all born sinners, right? Mm. But mm-hmm. thank God, thank God we can be born again. Mm-hmm. You hear people mm-hmm. who are, you hear people who are gay. They say, "Yeah, they were, he was born like that." Oh, I was born like this. Well, you can be born again. The goodness of being born again is, according to the Bible, 
Second Corinthians 5.17, if any man be in Christ is a new creature, all things have passed away, and behold, all things have become new. So there's a newness, there's a newness in life. So you start working against those things. You start working. Uh, now you have the Holy Spirit to help you get rid of, of, all, those, of all those jealousies and envies and everything that, that is, that's in your heart. Every person, every Christian, I don't care how, how anointed a person is, how big their ministry is, is still good. There's still a work of sanctification still being taken place until we get into glory. You see, we, we won't understand everything about God. Not even angels understand everything about God. Yeah, that's true. Uh-huh. You, you know, Pastor, the way um, I've come to know the Bible, when I was in Zambia, I knew the Bible very differently, uh, very zealous, very what. I come here, I look at the Bible very differently. Um, when I look at uh, in Mark, where the Bible says, I was hungry and you fed me. Uh, back in Zambia, those are verses which are only read uh, in church, and they don't mean nothing when you come out. I, I, I was... I was uh, the assistant treasurer at St. Margaret's Church, and we used to say on Shima, people come and eat at church, stuff like that. And I would stand at the door, at the gate, to make sure the yes. street kids were not coming inside to disturb the people who were, who were eating. <laughs> and then I come over here, Pastor, I say, the Bible says, I was hungry and you fed me. Who was Jesus? Uh, talk, talking about was he talking about them street kids I was blocking from coming to eat was he talking about them street kids when we just coming from church we are passing through town and we look at them and we look the other way who was Jesus uh, talking about was he just talking about himself I was he was, he, he was talking about anybody who is in need that you will meet yes but then I, I said to myself uh, my religion back home, we look the other way when we see people like that. To this day, especially through our, our, our leaders, our, their, their policies, we look the other way. So I try to relate those things, Pastor. I try to relate those things, uh, whether I'm harboring, uh, I'm harboring uh, bitterness or jealousy or I get born again, I'm, I'm okay. But how is it that I'm still passing by? The thing is this, Maroja, you will not help everyone. The reality is you will not help everyone. That's just the reality. Jesus said the poor you always have with you. You will not help everyone. Mm-hmm. You can have a heart to give. You might not have stuff to give. You know, And you might not be led to give. Where they would do they have soup kitchen. I I am very convinced those kids we could give them even one lunch a month. For some believers You know, I get very emotional actually. Yeah. If all uh, the believers I, I, came I, I, together, I, they would give those children I, something yeah. to eat. Yeah. If I can jump in give on that one. How, how we, we, we have been raised as a culture, 
we are guarded. Our parents, as good as they are, they can give. There are times when they give and you see generosity. But you try to give, you know? So it becomes like a double standard. But it's the general, it's, it's how we, we, are, we are also raised. That can be changed. There are people who are not Christians who give in Zambia. But, you know, now, but we has a question. We have seven minutes remaining before everything uh, yeah, skips yeah. over uh-huh. to the next program. But welcome. You had a question to ask. Thank you, Matilda. Great uh, uh, discussion. Uh, thank you for giving me this opportunity. Uh, I have a lot of questions, but I'm just because of time. I'm just going to make a quick comment about uh, why uh, bad things happen to good people. And uh, thank you, Pastor, for coming. And I know you have uh, 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 had time. Uh, I mean, I feel for you the time, this time, for, I mean, uh, as a pastor, uh-huh. I mean, uh, with uh, this, uh, I don't think, 21st century, as a pastor, it's a very, uh, and I will encourage you, but it's a very difficult time because you are dealing with the scientists and there's a lot of information that are coming out. And uh, as myself, as a young African Zambian, growing up in a Christian home, I was a very good boy because I wanted to be good in life. Because my parents told me, when you're good, the good things will, will, will happen to you. Uh, when you're Christian, you uh, tell the truth, good things are going to happen to you. And, uh, of course, uh, dealing, just like uh, Matilda said about uh, Floyd's death, especially some of uh, us black uh, young men, you know, coming from church in mid, uh, middle of night, uh, overnight uh, service, get stopped three, four times. Then uh, you, I, I went to the man of God, and I tell him, said, you know, I was going home, and I got put over after the overnight uh, prayer meeting, you know. Uh, because why? Because I was driving yeah. uh, a, a Land Rover Discovery, you know, and uh, was the place where I was living. Then when I went to the man of God, and the man of God told me, he said, maybe you are driving, driving fast. That did, that did not uh, go well with me. So I said, no matter what, if I get stopped by the cop, I will never go to a man of God and tell, tell him, because himself, too, he, has a, he doesn't want to upset the, 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 the authority uh, 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 there. Then that's the time I said, okay, Google help me. Right now, my friend of mine, <laughs> we are sitting uh, the other day, and the Google, we are going on a, on a Google, and Google is telling us the place where we've been uh, and uh, 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 how many places we have visited because... Uh, uh, Roger posed the question of saying um, why uh, why uh, bad things happen to good people, and the goodness maybe we are uh, 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 exchanging with uh, innocence. You know uh, why uh, uh, bad things happen to innocent people. Then one day I was in a, in the police office. I mean, in a court, they stopped me. You know, and I tried to explain. They didn't want to understand, and I said. Officer, right now I have Google in my pocket. 
you know, you don't, you, you want to pay, you, you want to charge me this, uh, this thing. I was getting upset. And the pastor, the reason I'm saying this, because we go to God and say, God, I'm innocent. I want good things to happen to me, you know. But here comes Google is keeping all the records. And if they went on Google, what made Floyd change? Uh, what, what made Floyd uh, things change this, uh, this world? It's not because we go, we, of course, it could be, we, we're going to change it and say it because we want on a pulpit. It's because people saw it. Uh, no, but, uh, wait, I'm, I'm going to have to interrupt you. Pantu and Baroja has to uh, give us a snippet of what's going to happen because literally we have one minute before we have to, to get off. So I, I apologize, but I do want to give you the good news is Pastor Brian will be starting a show on Zambia Block Talk Radio. So some of these questions that were not asked today, we will have time to talk to Pastor Brian often and we can ask him a hundred questions and so on. So uh, I do apologize for stopping you there because Insta Yapwa. Okay, so do do forgive me. I will allow our pastor to, to respond to some of your comments. But very, very briefly, Varoja, could you tell us what's coming on on the next show on Open Forum? We joined the Americans, uh, Ms. Lucas, uh, Kamala Harris, uh, Vice okay. President, la- Lady. Uh, what does uh, what does that mean? what does that mean? Is it a big deal? Uh, what what is it? Uh, is it a winning ticket? We'll, we'll look at that a, a, a little bit, and some uh, other is, uh, stories are making headlines uh, in Africa and Zambia. Okay, perfect, perfect. Now it was totally looking forward to open forum. That will be on the next uh, hour, the top of the hour. So, listeners, if you're interested in that, please do call back in. Uh, Pastor Brian, if you could respond yes. to Vachisewe's concerns, and we'll soon ra- round up because time has quickly slipped out of our hands. Well, Vachisewe, just remember that we live in an evil world. Uh, be prepared that any time uh, something what we might consider bad can happen to, to anyone. So let's all be prayerful. So trusting God, knowing that God has a better plan for everybody, and uh, we shall make it through this world as long as we are faithful to God. I think I can conclude there. Amen, amen. Now it was totally Brian. In closing, I don't think we have that closing. Um, That's closing. So, ladies and gentlemen, you have been listening to um, Pastor Brian Chileshe discussing why do bad things happen to good people uh please uh, make sure that you join us next week again as i mentioned at the top of the program on later program we'll be talking to Fred Lende. so please uh come back next week to the program listen to listen to all the programs you can go back and go back in at the top of the island Kama shiwi enu Chile fuma kuchifuna Chenu tawu kata Awangeli Femenyi mbosha mushilo Valeti Kumuluna fashi Kukata wenu Thank you.